Hello, fellow football fans. Chris DeServo here with Inside the Hashes, and today we are joined by a three-star recruit out of the class of 2022. At six foot, 185 pounds, a wide receiver stud out of St. Mary Tyson, California. J- Jaden Marshall, how are you doing today? Uh, good. Today, you know, I woke up. You can't ask for too much when times like this, but I mean, it's always grateful to wake up with a family with a roof over your head. How have you been dealing with the coronavirus? Talking about it a little bit, how has it affected your off season? I mean, coronavirus, it's affected me just because, like, I don't want to work over the off-season just just to not have a season, if that makes sense. Corona is just, like, you could barely – you're, like, unable to do a lot of things that you want to do. And I think it, it's affected the summer most definitely. It's been, like, the weirdest year, like, ever. But, like, working out-wise, I feel like that – I don't think Corona has really stopped that. What have you been able to do to work out this off-season? What does your off-season plan look like? My off-season plan has been I work out right now. I limit to myself. I've been working out, like, three times a week. And just because, like, I don't want to overdo myself and I don't want to overstress my muscles, especially in a time where – it's like a not like a rebuilding stage, but like there's like no rush to like do anything too crazy if that makes sense. And it's just right now, I go to a football practice for St. Mary's three times a week, and then sometimes probably like once or twice every two weeks, I go to D Gray's for wide receiver workouts to work on stuff that I don't work at at our regular like St. Mary's practices. And then in the past, I was going to events. Before uh, St. Mary's workouts started happening, I was going to his workouts almost every day just because, like, I didn't have nothing else to do, so I had to get in the gym somehow. Awesome. Well, let's talk about, you know, your sophomore season because uh, you're honestly one of the more highly recruited kids I've gotten to talk to, and you're only coming into your junior year. Last year, you had to step in for one of your teammates, Jared Gibson. Can you talk about mm-hmm. the opportunity and being able to step in for your team and being able to ball out the way you did? So when all that happened, it was just like the fact that, I don't know, he went down in the off season, and then it was sad. Our team was hurt for like a week, and then like we realized that we had a season above us and that like we had like we had to get through this and from that point on I knew like I knew what I was capable of but like I feel like my team didn't fully know what I was capable of cuz I didn't play this year was my first year ever playing varsity and this year was like my first year like yeah being just being on the varsity field and I felt like everybody that was doubting me saying that oh, I could only do that on freshman in freshman year, I basically did the same thing on varsity, just at a wide receiver position. And I hope I prove all the haters wrong that I'm still the same person from freshman year. I was still the same person sophomore year. And now I'm just striving to get better each year. But when I when he when he went down, I mean, I took the opportunity just to showcase what I could really do for this team. And each day, each game, I just try to do whatever I could just to help our team out.
I can't really imagine that you have too many haters after putting up the season you just put, and yet you were only a sophomore, having over 1,800 total yards, you know, 16 touchdowns. Can you give us a little bit more of a deep dive into your stat line and talk about the type of player that you were for St. Mary's as a sophomore? As the season progressed, I got more and more involved in the offense. Like the offense just started to get ran through me. After the Pittsburgh game, that's when everyone – I wouldn't say they thought it was like a fluke, but, like, they wanted to see if I could do it again. They was like, okay, like, well, is this just like a one-game thing? Then I think the next game after that was Central Catholic, and I think I put 365 total yards against Central Catholic. And then after that game, the offense just started to get ran through me. Uh, We get the passing game working. We get you involved, and the running game starts to work. And Tyree – starts to work, then then running lane starts to open up by everyone and every everything just starts to open up when I'm just like being active in the offense. So as the season gone on, I just started to realize that more and more as like when we played De La Salle, they just double teamed me the whole game on passing wise. So like some of the players had to step up. I was more of like in the running game that game. What did it mean to you to be trusted, you know, not only by your teammates but by the St. Mary's coaching staff to be able to give you the opportunity to put up the stats that you did last year? I mean, everything's about trust in this world. And once the coaches told me, like, I'm a great player and just, like, they want the best for my future and they're going to do anything possible to help me get the best in my future, it just knew it. I, I love my coaches. I really do. And it's just like they always put me in good positions, no matter the circumstances. And when they told when they told me that they trusted me as a sophomore, I felt special because I feel like they didn't really put trust in anyone on our offensive side like they did with me. And when they put that trust on me, I I succeeded their expectations uh, tremendously. Did you feel any pressure, or are you the type of kid that, you know, if you call my name, I'm going to ball out for you no matter what? I wouldn't say I felt pressure. I could say that I felt like I've been waiting for this opportunity my whole life just to be able to showcase my talents and showcase what I'm able to do against real competition, showcase what I could do on the varsity level. And pressure, I mean – Track and field is all about pressure to me. And I feel like as a as a young age, I've been dealing with pressure since I was, like, 11 years old. So I was not saved by the moment. I wasn't saved by the pressure at all. You know, talking about, you know, your track skills, you're not only considered one of the top football recruits in Northern Cali, but you also know how to work it on the track field. Can you talk about how on the track course has helped you produce as a football player? On track, it helps. it helps so much because since I'm a hurdler, hurdler has to do with a lot of hip flexes, a lot of, like, growing type stuff. And track just helped me with my explosiveness. It helped me. Each, each year I've gotten faster because of track. Each year I put in the work over off season just to get faster for football season. And I... I played three sports, so one sport could help out with the other. And it's just as simple as that. And 
track has really helped me with my mobility, my just like my everything with football, my cuts, my agility. It helps me with a lot, and people don't realize the stuff that track does to you. Can you talk about your style of play on the football field? You know, for the people out there listening that haven't been able to see your highlight tape, you know, you are just a sophomore, but you definitely have enough to put a whole highlight tape together. Could you give them a little bit more insight on the player that Jaden Marshall is? I'm a type of player who, if you get the ball in my hands, no matter where I'm at, I'll make a play. I don't – I'm not too much of a flashy player, but once I get the ball in my hands, magic happens every time. There's a reason why I have a certain amount of catches and I have this amount of yards. It's just the rack of my yards come from me getting a ball and then doing something with the ball. That's a short pass. I turn a two-yard play into a 60-yard run. It's just I make plays. I'm a playmaker. And just as long as the ball gets into my hands, then something's going to happen. It's just simple as that. What improvements have you worked on, you know, this off season? What have you noticed from your receiver game that need a little bit of tweaking going into your junior year? To be honest, probably my route running. I've been really trying to focus on my route running. I know I have speed. I know how I have the – once I get the ball in my hands, that's very hard to tie. I know I have that all those, but I feel like where right now – the main thing I need to work on and focus on is my route running and just catching the ball no matter what route it is, always looking it in, like that type of stuff. That's why i really just been focusing on and working on this whole off season. And D. Graves, my wide receivers coach, has really been helping me with that. Is there a certain wide receiver at the pro level that you try to model your game after? Is there maybe somebody you watch a little bit of highlights of to try to get your game the same way? Do you know who Jerry Judy is from uh, – Yeah, did. Jerry Judy just got drafted by the Broncos, man. Uh, dude, I was uh-huh. I'm an Eagles fan, and I was so upset when he didn't fall to us. So, yes, I know who Jerry Judy is. Yeah, I think I think my game reminds myself of Jerry Judy a lot. I, not, I'm not there on the route running part, but just the stuff Jerry Judy does after he catches the ball is absolutely amazing. Even though I feel like he copied my moves a couple times, but <laughs> I mean, but it's okay. Well, me, me and Jerry Judy ain't on speaking terms right now, but oh man, well hopefully he balls out. Maybe you, maybe you'll get back on your good side, right? If he puts up a rookie yeah, exactly. in your campaign. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even though he ain't gonna do better than Brandon Ayuk, who just got drafted to the Niners, but are you a Niners fan? Of course I am. Yeah, I actually have – would you believe it? I have a friend out in New Jersey who's a 49ers fan, and he is a diehard 49ers fan. So I definitely get my, you know, taste of San Francisco news as, as the year goes on. Mm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard Niners fan. I was there. I was there when we was winning. I was there when we was losing. I was there when we was 0-9. I was there for it all. It was It was sad. Hey, started from the bottom, now we're here, right? You guys just made it to the Super Bowl, didn't win it. But, I mean, definitely looking yeah. up that squad that they got. Mm-hmm. We, we, look, we looking good. <laughs> it, look, it, it looks good. It, we're going to be good for a couple of years. Hopefully the Eagles are a little bit better. But, well, that's, that's another story for another day. We'll see. We'll see about that. Um, <laughs> All right. 
could you uh, talk about, you know, being ranked as one of the better wide receivers in the class of 2022, you know, in the 56th best prospect in the state of California? Do you feel that that ranking is a little bit too high, a little bit too low? Are you ready to show out? Or how are you looking at that ranking? When I look at it, I still think that I'm better than some of those players that are out there. And not even just because it just – I think my stats, I think my versatility, I think I – like the attributes that I bring to the table, some of these wide receivers honestly just don't got. And I feel like when I look like all the people in front of me, I've watched the I've watched their highlight tapes, and I'm just like, dang, like really, like like this person's in front of me. And sometimes it shocks me. Now sometimes I look at some of the highlight tapes, I'll be amazed. I'll be like, oh my gosh. And then sometimes it's like. How, like, how is he in front of me type of deal? To put a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, you know, seeing that there's some people ranked a little higher than you that you don't think are on the same, you know, level of view of the player field? It is – it makes me feel that I just – I just got – it It keeps me – it keeps me going. It, it, it makes – it makes me not get – it makes me not get comfortable, if that makes sense. Uh, it definitely does. You know, well, one thing that, that you can say about a lot of these kids is I don't know if they've racked up you know, the offers that you've racked up so early in your career, you know, just picking up an offer from Auburn, I believe, last. Is that correct? Uh, that was yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, see, man, that's, that's, that's insane. I mean, I could never imagine that. Could you talk about, you know, some of the relationships that you've built with coaches throughout the recruiting process? The relationships I've built with, like, USC coach – ASU coach. Like yesterday was my first time meeting the Auburn coach because my coach told me to call him because, you know, NCAA rules, they can't call me, but I could call them. But, like, I have a pretty good relationship with the USC coach and the USC coaching staff. And then the ASU coach, I have a good relationship with him. And just – it's going to – I mean, right now it seems like offers aren't going to go away, and then the more offers I get, the harder my decision is going to be in the long run. Can you talk about some of the experiences you've had with your recruiting process? Obviously, you know, in-person you know, meetings are really hard to do right now, especially with the NCAA not allowing it. But I know mm-hmm. that your brother, he's committed to play track at ASU. Is that correct? Yes. Has that helped correct. you out with your recruiting process there? Have you been able to go visit the campus at all? Actually, I'm I'm supposed to go to ASU in like three days. So my brother's moving in. My brother's like moving into the school. So like I'm supposed to be going down to ASU and like on Thursday. But like my brother, like it, it's track recruiting and football recruiting is totally different though. Because I watched him get like his offers and stuff, and like colleges come into our house and, like, stuff like that. And it's just, you, track, you really cannot get offered until, like, the end of junior year, which is crazy. Can you talk about some of the other experiences you've had with the other coaches that have reached out to you and the other teams that have offered you? You know, sometimes I just think, and it still, like, surprises me and, like, amazes me in a way. And it's just like, dang, like, that's, like, really me. But then sometimes it just hits me and just like I have to go even harder now just because I know all these eyes are looking at me. 
and just now, now like me going into my sophomore year, I had no expectations. I had, I wasn't on anyone's radar. I wasn't none of that. Now, I have all eyes on me, and now I have to perform to that standard. What type of player off the field will that school be gaining? What type of person are you when you don't have the pad on, you know, around your teammates or just in your everyday life? Huh. <laughs> I think I'm a very lovable person. I'm very nice. I mean, I'm not really mean to anyone unless I get, like, disrespected. But, like, it's not, like, anything serious. I think I'm very nice. I'm very caring. I try to help my friends out the best I can. I try to be there for them. I think I'm a good friend. You know, I try to be on everyone's good side. I care about people's image on me. I care about how people think about me. And I even just, like, I don't care how people look at me. I care how they think about me. Like, oh, like, you see Jaden Marshall in the hallway. Like, what? Like, like, what's your first impression? I want, and, like, I would never want someone to think that I'm mean or, like, bullying. Like, I'm not that type of person. I'm the type of person, if someone's getting bullied, I would try to help them out, and that's just me. And it's just, I think, off the field, I think I build I build so many strong relationships with people. It's just ridiculous how high school does that to you. You know, talking about those relationships, how important has it been? You know, from getting all the attention that you got so early on as being a sophomore, you know, you weren't really looked to do anything, but you came onto the scene so hard. How mm-hmm. has how have those relationships that you built with other players kind of helped you keep your head straight and keep you focused on the goal? I hang out with people that are like like minded with me. And I hang out with people who just wants me to succeed, no matter what it is. And it's just uh, my friends will never put me in a position that will cause harm to me. And I love my friends for that. All of them, they they just want the best for me. When I get offered, they're all happy. And it's just they they just they just want to keep me on this path that I'm on. And they don't want nothing to stop it. That's awesome, Jaden. It's it's good to keep people like that around. And I can definitely tell you, you know, from only being able to talk to you, you know, 20 minutes that we've gotten to, you definitely sound like you have a great head on your shoulder for only being a junior. I just wanted to say, you know, that's all the time that we have for today. It really did mean a lot for you to be able to come on and, you know, give inside the hashes and our followers a little bit more of a deeper look into who, you know, Jaden Marshall is. And I wanted to just say I wish you – and the rest of the St. Mary's team, nothing but the best in your junior season. And you have two more years of recruitment, so I can only imagine the offers that you were going to have at the end of your senior year. So I hope that we will be able to do this interview again someday. Okay, thank you, sir. I'd like to once again thank Jaden Marshall for taking the time to talk some football with us today and wish him and his St. Mary's teammates nothing but the best in their upcoming season. And for more player interviews like this one, check out Inside the Hashes on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and other streaming services. You can also check out our Twitter and Instagram at Inside the Hashes and visit our website at InsideTheHashes.com to learn more about the X's and O's of the company.